How are you guys? Hello, hello. My name is Carly P. This is the first inaugural episode of Lattes, Lunges, and Literature. Um, really, this started, it's been in the back of my head for like over a year now. Um, and I am a medical traveler. So my circle of friends that are immediately around me, my community is constantly changing like every three months. And I have been super sad missing like a group of readers or coffeeholics, although I find many of those in the medical field, um, or workout buddies. And so I really have missed that community. And I was like, I have a lot that I want to say and that I want to share. And I'm hoping that this will spark conversations and people come talk back to me and you guys will talk with me as well. Um, by commenting in the comment section, reaching out to me, sending me a message, um, or whatnot, I have a couple guests that I'm going to have on here to kind of talk about those things, because those are three things that I love and adore, um, besides my children and my husband and my career. So, um, latte today in my bougie-ass ember mug. Uh, it is not charged. It's not actually working right now. Um, and the only reason I have it is because we bought a large appliance from Best Buy, and Best Buy wouldn't give us our money back. All they do is a store credit. Um, and so since I had this massive store credit and couldn't replace the large appliance that I wanted, um, I treated myself to an Ember mug. I have the travel mug version and I have the like regular cup version, but it's the small one. I think it's 10 ounces. And then they came out with a 14 ounce one and I always put creamer in my coffee, um, of some sort. And so I'm really sad that I don't have the 10 ounce or that I only have the 10 ounce one. I don't have the 14 ounce one. Um, but in here today is coffee from Big Sky Roasters. My last assignment was in Montana. Um, Big Sky Roasters is an organic roasting house that is there. You can buy their beans at Costco in a Costco size three pound. It's either two and a half or three pound bag. Um, and so that's what I have. And I was working evening. So I was working like a 3P to 2A shift there. And we had an espresso machine. So I could buy whole bean, throw it in the espresso machine. I could have an espresso anytime I want to at work. It was fabulous. I haven't had that since I worked in Florida two years ago. It was great. So if any of you are like executives or bosses in the medical community, if you get your team a um, espresso machine, it makes us really happy. You take advantage of it because we need caffeine to fuel us through all the BS called the medical field. Um, and then what it's mixed with today is um, mint chip oat creamer from Khalifa Farms. I am on a new assignment in northern Louisiana and Khalifa Farms products have been on sale like crazy lately. So my fridge is currently full of Khalifa, Khalifa Farms cold brew, uh, Khalifa Farms chocolate oat milk, and Khalifa Farms chip mint chip creamer. Um, and then I almost always put collagen powder in my coffee. I know some people say you aren't supposed to heat up collagen, you aren't supposed to heat up um, protein powder because it denatures the proteins. I put it in my frother when I do it. So it's not like it's getting crazy, crazy hot. Um, but I have my collagen powder in there as well, just to help me get some more protein. Um, so that's what's in there today. Every day I'll kind of talk to you guys about what's going on in my coffee world. That's the latte portion of it. Um, normally we live in a camper. We are currently in a rental cause our camper is getting a bunch of massive work done to it. Uh, so typically in my camper, I have like four or five different ways to make myself 
coffee and I typically carry like three to five different kinds of beans. Um, but I have a Nespresso machine that came, it was like the first one that ever came out that could do the pot or the two cups is what I call it, carafe style. Um, and I got it on a Black Friday deal. So it came with the frother and my frother does cold and hot and I love them both. And it's great. I think the frother is like the best thing you can ever add to your coffee experience. If you are balling on a budget, uh, you can get the like little wand frothers for I think 15 or 20 bucks on Amazon or at Walmart. Do get it. Just microwave your milk, froth it up with your $15 frother. Game changer. Um, you don't have to have the fancy ass Nespresso frother or anything like that. Um, so I have the Nespresso machine which can use its own pods I have reusable pods although I don't like those I'll talk about that in a minute um, I have an AeroPress which is how I made this one um, I can always do a pour over method um, and then I have the mocha pot sorry I like totally lost my train of thought lost the word for it um, I have a mocha pot as well so depending on what kind of cafe experience you'd like at my house I can accommodate um but um I don't know and hopefully maybe one of you do and you can share with me if there are different size Nespresso reusable pods because obviously when you buy Nespresso pods you can get um a single shot a double shot a 5.7 a 7.5 and a 10 ounce I think um one and I have one that can only that will only do a single shot in one round. And so I am the type of person who drinks three to five shots of espresso at a time or 10 ounce brews typically at a time. Um, so I have a stainless steel one and it gets really flipping hot. So by the time I have done one shot through it, I then have to wait like five minutes for it to cool down, dig out all the grounds, reload it up. And do it again. And homegirl just ain't got the time for that. Um, I am a mama to two littles and a medical worker and wifey and dog mom and cat mom. Homegirl is trying to get what quality coffee she can on the go as fast as possible. So ain't got time for that. But if you know if there are different size reusable Nespresso pods, hit me up in the comments. I'd be happy to know. Um, trending on TikTok. I don't know if it's on your guys' TikTok or if it's just on my FYP. Um, it is a company called Drag Up Coffee, and so I have about mm, probably a half a pound of grounds left of my Big Sky beans, and then I'm waiting for a flavor release from Drag Up Coffee. So then next month I will um, be purchasing Drag Up Coffee. I'm going to purchase a couple different flavors. I'm not typically a flavored coffee person. I prefer to add my flavor myself whether it be in my creamer or in a syrup um so I'm really like going out on a limb for me um but they sound great the guy Jordan who runs it is freaking hysterical he's totally like my kind of people um you can go check them out I think it's drag up coffee at tiktok it's hysterical um if you are someone who's a little bit more proper a little more prudent you will not like him do not go don't go look you'll be mad at me um but because of his personality and the insane cult-like following of his people, I will be purchasing some drag up next month. Um, and it supports a family that used to be oil riggers. Um, he's like pro-military, pro-veterans, all that. Small business owner. Roast every week. Super excited to try that. So 
that's what's going on in latte world. Um, and I kind of plan on having more episodes, like some be focused on coffee, some be focused on exercise. That's the longest part. And some of them be focused on books. I have some book guests. Like I said, I have a couple, um, exercise guests that are going to be guest speaking or guest hosting with me. And then I'm working on trying to find some people that are coffee people that will come on and talk with me as well. Um, such as Jordan from Drag Up or the soft poor guy from TikTok as well. That would be awesome as well. Um, but okay, exercise world. So 75 hard is super duper freaking popular right now. Um, if you go and you like creep me out, not creep, but if you go like way through all of my social media pages and stuff, you will see that um, I am a beach body coach that I have been 110 pounds lighter than I am now I've been 60 pounds heavier than I am right now after having my second child I have not been able to lose the baby weight it's been ungodly frustrating um so I also have not been willing to make the commitment to do 75 hard because I am not willing to make the time commitment to do two 45 minute workouts that's literally what it is is I am not willing to make that commitment with my time um because I never really know what's going on with my medical career. Um, what the hours going to be, what the shifts are going to be, how much time I'm going to have available. If there's going to be a crisis and I'm called in the middle of the night, like, no. And maybe those are excuses. And you can call me out for making excuses. Um, but I'm just not willing to do it. I mean, to those of you who do 75 hard, like, snaps, kudos, go you guys. All about supporting you. But one of my really good friends who's going to talk on here in another episode is starting 75 hard she started yesterday so in a show of solidarity and support slash her kind of nudging me I started 80 day obsession um this will be my fourth time doing 80 day obsession for those of you who don't know it's an 80 day workout program you can stream it on body live if you want more details you can message me or I can answer your questions whatever you want to um every like Tom Dick and Harry is pretty much familiar with Beachbody at this point in time you know they're the like 21 day fix the little colored container people um, but if you have questions or if you want to know something, feel free to send me a message. Um, I'm not here, though, to, like, promote that business necessarily. I really wanted this to be fun talking about lattes, lunches, and literature. So, um, but I did day two today, which was booty day. I'm feeling pretty good. Yesterday, day one is total body core, which involves weights and resistance loops. And I had not slept well. And I had not fueled my body or ate very well. And so after I finished my workout, I felt sick, like literally sick. Like I had chills. I was weak. I thought I was going to pass out. Don't try to work out with no fuel in your body. You guys, it's not good for your body. So today we uh, meal prepped, ate appropriately, did our workout. Um, it was booty day. My ass will freaking hurt tomorrow. I already know it is. Um, foam roller is going to be your best friend. If you're someone who's doing a day obsession with me, come along for the journey. We'll have a blast. You will see on my social media pages me sharing my exercise journey. Um, but if you only want the stuff for the podcast, stuff for the YouTube channel, then you can go follow Lunges, Lattes, and Literature at Instagram. And I'm working on getting us a TikTok. So that's what's happening in the exercise world. I am planning on having um, a friend who's like a yoga instructor come on. Um, people who do other things. I have a friend who's a body competitor. I would love to have her come on and talk to us, um, and share and those kinds of things. Um, and if 
I'm someone who's been super heavy my whole life. I've never been smaller than a size 14. Um, was bullied all my life as a child. And so it's not like I'm out here trying to be like size six little slim lady. Uh, somewhere down the road, like super far aspirations. Would I love to be like a body competitor? I would. Um, but I feel like my journey when I was 110 pounds lighter, I had tons of loose skin and that is not going to fly for being a body competitor. Um, so there are strong women competitions and I feel like that, that might be the route that I'd have to go, but I am someone who's looking to just be healthier. Um, not feel like I'm trapped by my body and, uh, lift heavy things. Like I want to be strong. I don't want to be a cardio bunny. I want to be muscular toned and strong. So now we can go to the literature part, which that's really what I wanted to be like the main focus of today's episode. And I am someone who I read physical books. There ain't nothing like the smell of a bookstore or the smell of an actual physical book with pages. And if you are someone who loves to read, you know exactly, exactly what I'm talking about. Um, we have a storage unit that probably has 50% of the stuff in it is books that I've acquired over my lifetime. Um, but like I said, we typically live in a camper. So small space means not a lot of books. So currently for like physical books in my possession, I have Throne of Glass. I have the entire Akatar series, like just the, I don't know if they're called trade paperbacks or the paperbacks. And then A Court of Silver Flames, the original like first edition hardcover that came out. I don't have any of the fancy special like Illumicrate, Fairy Crate, any of those things. I love them. I think they're amazing. They look beautiful. If I had money to spend on it, I would. If I had a place to display them, I totally would. I don't have those things in my life right now. But they're beautiful and great and make me super depressed that I don't have the space for them. Um, but the uh and I'm gonna talk I'm gonna have a whole episode on SJM and I will talk about some other really popular authors but today um someone I was gonna talk about is hold on I took it out of my Kindle library so 99.99% of the time the way that I am going to be reading is going to be through Kindle Unlimited I do also have the Apple Books. Um, I don't know what it's called. If it's called iBook or what it's called. But I have like the Apple version of it as well. And then... Um, hold on. We're getting there. I do have Audible. Um, Audible I'm fairly new to. I was using it when I was um, working at a different contract because I would have about two hours of time to myself and I would just put on an audiobook. The uh, current audiobook that I have is um, The Spare. The Sorry, I'm trying to talk and find the book series that I really want to talk about today. So, okay. Um... See, I wasn't prepared. I should have been prepared. But I was just trying to, like, get over my nerves and come do this. Um, oh, man. I'm 
turn the table in here. Oh, sorry, y'all. Do do do. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought it was called. Silly candle. Okay. So, um, I have the spare on right now. I think I'm about halfway through it. Um, it's interesting. It's definitely not what I thought it would be. I am not a nonfiction person. Um, if you know anything about Beachbody, they have you read like personal development books and I've read some of them and they're really, really great. Um, I understand why they push that for you. Mindset is everything. Um, but most of the time when I'm reading, it is because it's my time to relax, unwind, and enjoy myself. Um, I learn, I also read like scholarly articles for my job and try to keep educated on my career field. So if I'm going to read nonfiction, it's typically going to be one of those things or it's going to be like a continuing education class. Um, so I don't choose to read nonfiction very often. But I have a weird obsession with the royal family for an American, like never been to England. I don't know. It just fascinates me. Uh, so I wanted to read, read slash listen to The Spare because it was Harry. Um, and it's not at all what I was expecting. Um, it's way, at least the audiobook is written like, and like spoken in a very, very detailed, almost like creative writing style. And I don't know if that's because he's trying to like put us in the moment put us in his thoughts put us in his feelings but I guess it's a lot more flowery descriptive than I thought it would be I was really more interested in knowing his opinion on certain events that happened and then knowing his side of certain events that happened in his life um so I'm just getting to the part where he is um in his second round and his second deployment in the military um and he's an Apache pilot which I never knew he was an Apache pilot so that's pretty cool um and listening to that so but the series I actually wanted to come and talk to you guys today about is called grave space talker if you write grave talker all as one word kindle loses its mind and doesn't think that it exists but it is called grave space talker it's by Annie Anderson it's a seven book series the seventh book just came out on February 28th and I was waiting for it and I read it all in like 12 hours it was great um, so it is a, I consider a young adult, maybe some people don't, I don't know, like I'm not super sure of the technical terms, but I consider it young adult paranormal fiction. Um, it talks about, uh, the main lead character who can speak to spirits and dead people, um, and has some powers that come from them. Um, and then she has like other species of paranormal friends as well like she has vampire friends she has someone who's a fae that's a friend um demons are in there so it kind of crosses all those realms those worlds if you were someone who loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Charmed you're probably gonna like this and I am 32 years old so I'm talking about the Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Charmed the original not the reboot that they did on the CW which it blows my mind that we're rebooting all these things but I don't typically read books that I have like more than five in the series because uh, after about book five I get to the point where I feel like okay you could have like written this in five books and you just are dragging this out for some reason I don't know if it's because you want more releases if you want more money or what um like there's a series that's been sitting on my to be read list that has nine books it's been on my to be read list for three years and I can't bring myself to read it yet because it has nine books um 
So, but this one, I actually really like. It's fast-paced. It's witty. It's funny. Um, it's not one of those books where, like, every side character gets developed so that every side character can have a spinoff. Um, but she is a detective in her town with the highest close rate because, obviously, she can talk to the dead spirits of the people who were murdered um, and help them find their murderers. So she has a little leg up by doing that. And she lives in a community that is... What she thought was mostly um, normal humans, not paranormal people. And she was constantly trying to hide her paranormal self. And then you'll find out throughout the series that, like, she's not in a town of mostly normal people. And she's, like, losing her mind. Um, But it's her adventures and her progression in her powers and um, her cases and a big event that happens to her. So it has murder mystery in it, it has paranormal, it has urban fiction in it, all of those things. So that is what I really wanted to come on and talk about. And then I'm going to do kind of like rapid fire, tell you guys a little bit about me since this is the inaugural episode and I forgot my notes about what I was going to talk about (laughs) um, at my place of work. Uh, so, and I don't have a guest, so that's the thing, is it's a little bit hard for me to, like, carry on, because, like, if I had a guest here, we could, like, go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, um, and I'm hoping as I put this out, you guys will send me questions and things you want me to talk about, because I would be happy, happy to do that. I want this to be interactive, I don't want this to be me, like, speaking at you guys, um, but I do read nonfiction, but not the biggest fan of it. Like in January, I read 23 books. And then in February, because I wanted to read one nonfiction black history month book, uh, it was like February 11th and I hadn't even finished it. So I think I read 13 books in February. Um, but the nonfiction book I did read was, uh, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, um, by Emmanuel Ancho. If you have any concept of what that is whatsoever, um, honestly, I recommend skip the book and just go watch his, uh, Instagram TVs, his YouTubes, um, because it's pretty much the things that he talks about in there, just written down in word format. And I think you get more out of the videos because he also has guests there and stuff, but I do recommend it. And what he's saying is important and it is, um, very interesting because they are uncomfortable, difficult conversations. And they're kind of some of those things that as a white person, like you secretly kind of want to ask, but you don't feel like you can, or it's not a safe space to ask. Um, so that's my nonfiction recommendation for you guys. I prefer to read, um, urban fantasy portal series. Um, I tend to go on kicks. So like I will read like eight portal series in a row because that's just what I'm on at the moment. Um, and then I'll flip over to like vampires or then I'll flip over to fae or then I'll flip over to like rom-coms um so I read the city series for like a rom-com book that was funny but that was also one of those ones where I was like okay you could have finished this in three books we didn't have to make it into six and the last one I was super excited about because it's supposed to be like so many years later and it was just this like silly little it's almost like an anecdotal story and not like a full book and I was like what is going on you guys um but I prefer stories about the Fae, historical fiction, um, time period type stuff. It just, like, epic adventures and Fae and Fairy can get super, super heavy and, like, detail-oriented. Um, 
in the storylines. And so sometimes I have to take a break from those because I'm just like, I need something that's not so heavy and doesn't need so much of my attention for that. I can't like leave it and come back. Like I read the entire Game of Thrones series that was out at the time in 2015. And like, those are such epic long stories and like need so much detailed attention um that I felt like it was hard to like go back and forth between it I do not co-read books because I can't I can't do that my brain don't work that way and then I feel like I shouldn't feel guilty to a book but then I feel guilty like oh I read 50 pages of this book today and I didn't pick you up and read you and that's just rude like it's an inanimate object it's not like it has feelings um but in my mind they do so um that's typically what I like to do I have never been in a book club people have asked me that I had I had to do a book club in college and um I think out of those books I had maybe read like half of what I was supposed to and then just went to the like meeting and got the free food and talked about it um talked about it to the extent that I could because I hadn't read anything so I was just listening to what other people said and then trying to contribute to the conversation um but I think they're a great idea. I think they're a great way for community space. Um, I am very sad that, like, I feel like bookstores are going under in America. Um, I remember a couple years ago, there's, like, the big thing about, like, don't close your libraries. Your libraries are amazing. Reading is, you know, important for children. And there's a big push to save libraries. And I feel like now, with the invention of things like Kindle Unlimited, Kindle Novella, iBooks, uh what's the other one Galatine Galatine stories where it's like you only get a chapter a day and it like has sound effects for you I've done a few of those but they tend to be like way more down the like raunchy romance side and I can't like I can't have that audible sound on you guys like I'm at work or I'm with my kids like I can't be on um but it's supposed to be an immersive experience because like if it says like the door slammed then it will be like a slamming door sound or like if there's a chain clanking there will be a chain clanking sound it's a very cool concept um but with the development of those things bookstores and paper books are going down the drain um and I was in a Barnes and Noble about seven months ago and I would say like 50% of its square footage was given up to the cafe and selling toys like, Barnes & Noble thinks it's going to make a comeback selling toys. And not just, like, um, book-affiliated toys. You know, like, if it was, like, book memorabilia. Like, if I could go there and I could buy, like, an Akatar sweater. And I could, you know, buy a Harry Potter wand. And I could buy, you know, a figurine of Hedwig or something. Like, you know, things that are affiliated with great stories of our times or like what are popular stories of our times because obviously they need to sell what's popular I would totally get that but it wasn't it was like random like Mickey Mouse toys or like Paw Patrol or National Geographic Discover toys I was like what the heck like when did you become a toy store and a bookstore is this what we're doing trying to lure people in um so I'm very sad about what I feel like is the downfall of bookstores although I am working hard to try and find more like used bookstores or not mainstream bookstores. For example, the Throne of Glass copy that I got and the Mortal Instruments copy of books that I got were the most recent copies of books that I got. I got them in January of last year. 
and it was a used bookstore that did like a credit system. So I like brought in five books that I no longer wanted to have in my possession and it gave me like, I could either get $4 cash or I could get one young adult book, um, for free because it was like, I brought in five, I get one to go. Um, so that's how I actually got the throne of glass book. And so I think that that's really cool because that's more like a, a book sharing type idea. So yeah, but, um, I think we're going to call it quits for the first episode. This is a lot. I apologize for my lighting. I'm sitting in my pickup because that's my rental behind me. And my kids are like screaming their heads off playing, screaming for Disney would not be conducive to recording anything. Um, but I'm so happy to be here. I hope you guys are enjoying the conversations and the sharing and the thoughts and please leave me comments. Please send me messages. You can go find me on TikTok. I am Carly Fit Inspiration. Um, I don't have a latte lunges and literature TikTok yet, but we will get one. You can follow me on Instagram. That is also Carly Fit Inspiration. And there is a latte lunges and literature Instagram as well. I'll put my email in the description here on YouTube. And yeah, happy reading, you guys. May your coffee be stronger than your worst day battles. And may you always have the time to sit down and turn a page.